Before we begin today's episode, I want to make an announcement really quickly. You might not have heard yet, but Straight Up Enigmas is not only on Podbean, it is now on Apple Music, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. So the show is on, once again, Apple Play, Apple Music, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And It could not be possible without all of you and all of your help and your support. Thank you so, so much for listening, for telling your friends and family about this show. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of your support. Another announcement, something that you uh, might not be aware of. On the Straight Up Enigmas Instagram page in the link in the bio the link used to take you directly to podbean i have changed that so now the instagram link in the bio takes you to the straight up enigmas website and on the website if you scroll all the way down to the bottom from the website's homepage, there are different links to the different podcasting platforms there at the bottom of the page so once again if you scroll on the website's homepage, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom you can click on different links or different badges uh, depending on which platform you want to go to to listen to the show so just a couple things to be aware of if you could please subscribe wherever you're listening if you like the show please give it a five star review it really really helps the show Thanks in advance so much for doing so. Continue to share the podcast with your friends so that it can continue to grow. And once again, thank you. Thank you so much. Let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. It could be a travel diary written by aliens or a witch's spellbook. Maybe it's evidence of a mysterious and obscure culture lost entirely to history. Maybe it's just nonsense or even an elaborate prank invented to embarrass an ancient scholar. It could just be a strangely encoded book of botany. It is the Voynich Manuscript, and it's one of the most puzzling mysteries in the history of the world. The Voynich Manuscript is a weird and confusing codex, an ancient manuscript gathered into book form. Hundreds of years old, it's filled with a fancy script from a language that no one recognizes. It's filled with colored illustrations of plants that no one has ever been able to identify, in addition to astronomical diagrams, strange-looking nude women, and maybe medieval recipes and medical tips, too. At more than 200 pages long, the book is a very long mystery. Scholars, philosophers, art historians, and maybe, most importantly, cryptographers from all over the world have tried to understand the language or code in the book without success. Computer scientists have taken processors and sophisticated algorithms to the text, but all of them have failed to the extent that no one really knows whether the letters in the book are really letters or numbers or maybe something else altogether. While codebreakers argue about the contents of this enigmatic text, there's no contesting one fact. The Voynich Manuscript is a captivating mystery and one that tests our ability to understand the past to the extreme. I'm Jaden McKell, and you're listening to Straight Up Enigmas.
welcome to the show. We have been talking a lot about murder mysteries and there's some ghost stories in there, but this is also a podcast to talk about puzzles, anything that's puzzling or mysterious. Um, So today we're going to be talking about an ancient riddle, something that's been troubling academics, researchers, philosophers for a very long time. The Voynich Manuscript is a manuscript, a book, written in Europe at either the end of the 15th century or during the 16th. So just to give you some context of what was going on back then in Europe, Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492, right? And King Henry VIII of England, that's Queen Elizabeth's dad, died in 1547. So around the time the Voynich manuscript is supposedly being written, Henry's chopping off his wife's heads and throwing them in the Tower of London. He, okay, he's not throwing the heads in the tower. He's, I, I should have reversed that, but maybe I'll just leave that in here. But we only think the book came from Europe. Some argue it might have originated in Mexico, South America, or maybe even Asia. The Voynich is sitting in the rare book section in the Yale Library, and scholars come from all over the world to study it because, like I mentioned in the opening, the origin, author, language, and date of the manuscript are totally unknown. It was bought by a Polish-American bookseller named Wilfred Voynich in 1912. That's where it gets its name from. And ever since, scholars have been puzzling over this book. Described as a magical or scientific text, pretty much every page has botanical, figurative, and scientific drawings that are sort of rural and pastoral, but drawn in bright ink in shades of green, brown, yellow, blue, and red. So here we go. Let's start talking about this in some greater depth. I am going to describe the book physically, Uh, what it looks like and what it contains. Then we'll talk about some theories about the book's meaning, what it is and why it was created. The book itself is actually pretty small. It measures about nine inches tall by six inches wide and has 246 pages. It looks like there are gaps in the book, so experts think the number of pages once totaled more than 270. The pages are made from vellum, which hundreds of years ago was made from specially treated calf's skin. So this is a book of baby cow skin. Researchers think that at least two and maybe up to eight people did the bulk of the writing. And they think that these writers probably put in at least a few months uh, working on the manuscript. Like I mentioned earlier, remember, this is a book that no one has been able to identify the language. So in this language, there are 30 different characters in the supposed alphabet that make up the text. Uh, They're full of fancy loops and curves, and they could represent letters or maybe even numbers. The handwriting is immaculate, with none of the mistakes or scribbles that one would find in many documents from the same time period. It's perfectly written, and they didn't have erasers back then, so this is just unheard of for there to be zero mistakes. The contents of the codex fall into six sections based on the drawings. So imagine this book has a table of contents. There are six chapters. 
Chapter 1, the first section of the Codex, is filled with uh, botanical drawings of 113 unidentified plant species. These pictures are all of imaginary made-up plants, and they are creepy looking, some of them. There are these vines that suddenly kind of morph into human organs or faces. Many others look like the author copied and pasted different parts of multiple plants to make up altogether new species. Chapter 2 contains astronomical drawings, so everything having to do with the planets and the stars. The drawings include star charts with radiating circles, suns, and moons, and zodiac symbols. These pages also include a lot of nude women emerging from pipes or chimneys. One of the drawings is of a woman laying in what looks like a tub, holding stars above her head while staring at a goat. Literally, it's, it's pretty weird. One of the more famous pictures is of a series of women that kind of look surprised and possibly pregnant because they have these uh, big bellies. And they're, and they're naked, they're these nude women, and they're holding on to what look like individual pieces of like plumbing or uh, an irrigation system. So yeah, these depictions are bizarre, but more than anything, they're just, they're just puzzling. Section three is the strangest one out of all of them. If you thought section two was weird, just wait. This chapter is, it's a human biology and anatomy section containing Lots of drawings of mini nude women, most looking like they're pregnant with these big bellies, immersed or wading in fluids, and quote, oddly interacting with interconnecting tubes and capsules. And that is quoted directly from Yale's website. So I'm just going to leave that quote here. I'm not going to comment on it. I'm just going to, you know, just going to leave that. Chapter 4 consists of nine oval-shaped planets, and they're really big. Many of them um, are drawn across several pages to be able to depict just how massive they are. Over 100 different species of medicinal herbs and roots are portrayed with jars or vessels in red, blue, or green in section 5. Several pages of text, possibly recipes, with star-like flowers marking each entry in the margins make up the sixth section. Alright, so now that we have talked about what is in the Voynich, what it consists of, let's talk about the theories. There are basically three main theories regarding the meaning of the book's contents. One, the first theory... It could be written in a language that scholars have never seen before. Two, it could be a coded message in a language that we already know, but we just can't, we can't figure out what it says because it's coded. Or three, it could just be a bunch of gibberish, a bunch of scribbles that mean absolutely nothing. A lot of experts believe that the manuscript is likely a hoax. They point to certain passages uh, such as those where the same word will occur two or three times in a row, uh, as well as the weird illustrations of plants, most of which look as if they belong in fairy tales instead of the real world. Some people, some experts think, they wonder that maybe someone created it as part of a hoax to make fun of other academic types of books. Our 
hoaxes weren't uncommon in the 1400s, but most scams were nowhere near the scale and complexity of the Voynich. And in a time when books took months to create, why would anyone put so much effort into a fake and a fake that no one can even understand at all? Professional and amateur codebreakers online have been trying for years to decipher the book's text, but there's always the question of whether we really want anyone to finally break the book's code. I am reminded of that Twilight Zone episode where aliens come to Earth and they're very nice and friendly and they say, we're here to help you guys, and they have a book called To Serve Man. And so the humans are like, great, they're here to serve us, they're here to give us some of their futuristic technology, but the human experts, um, when they finally decipher the language in the book, they find out that it's a cookbook. The title alludes to cooking humans, the best way to serve man as a dish. Maybe ignorance is bliss and we don't want to know where the Voynich manuscript comes from and what it means. Maybe we'd be better off just keeping the manuscript around as an enigma. Or maybe cracking the book's secret language would unlock the secrets of the universe. Who knows? We, we might not ever know. All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening. That's all I have this week on the Voynich Manuscript. Uh, remember to please subscribe to the show wherever you're listening. Please give it a five-star review if you like it. And continue to share the show with your friends and family on your social media. Thanks again so much for listening and for all of your support. I will see you next week on a brand new episode of Straight Up Enigmas.